Capitalism Supercharged Capitalists have always argued that regulations disrupt the market mechanisms on which capitalists depend. If supply and demand signals are to have their full impact they cannot be filtered through the social agenda needs of the state. To which the state replies that the market is too indirect a route. We cannot wait until the rising tide of the market lifts all boats. Capitalism has always been in a state of tension between libertarian free market radicals and communists. The result is a socialism that satisfies no one and opens the door to the blame game and increasing polarization. Each side blames the other for the systemic failures that has so far seemed to permit the rich to get richer and the boats of the poor left in dry dock. But let's be realistic. The problem is not the poor and their needs. The problem is the state. If the state did not regulate capitalism what purpose would it have, and more to the point, how would it fund its existence? The poor serve as a justification for the state's existence. Security, the social safety net, and infrastructure are the three great justifiers of the state. In a more general sense, if the state did not forcibly extract from each of us a fair share of the common expense there would be too many free riders. This opens the door to the question as to what our fair share of the common expenses is, and who gets to decide what a common expense is? Is the cost of caring for migrants a common expense to which I am obligated to contribute? However, the idea of a common expense is not consistent with capitalism or the free market. Capitalism must be modified to accommodate the idea of common expenses, or we have to revert to a communist economic format. Communism denies the value of merit. However, to achieve the best possible results it is individual merit that has to be recognized. None of this is disputed. But to date the two different truths cannot be reconciled. Free markets appear to help individuals avoid paying their share of the common expenses and communism does not do justice to what individual entrepreneurs bring to the economy. To supercharge capitalism, a way around this dilemma must be found. The state's regulatory environment is a drug that weak capitalists soon become addicted to. Supercharged capitalism weans the private sector off the protective regulatory canopy provided by the state in return for their compliance. The solution is to create a capital which is a self-governing enterprise. As a local business the capital is discussed as a capital exchange. Each capital exchange is represented by a ledger. Ledgers contain the accounts of depositors. Capital exchanges are capitalized by depositors making deposits in their accounts. These deposits are composed of assets that are monetized by recording the deposit as a number of preferred shares or preferrers. Prefers are a monetized issue of preferred shares used as a medium of exchange. All deposits whether in cash or kind, whether as labor or equipment, is recorded as the value of the investment denominated in prefers. These account credits are then used as cash with which to make purchases. As capital exchanges are formed, they combine into 12 sectors on 12 jurisdictional levels. Each sector corresponds with a particular type of business activity. For example, the transportation sector contains all business activity that align with transporting goods and people. The construction sector contains those trades and businesses that build things. Governments do not provide services, they do not produce any goods. Governments pay for the provision of services and the building of things with money they take from their subjects. 
The construction sector is as able to build roads for the private sector as it is for the public sector. The construction sector builds roads for whoever pays the cost of construction. The capital is more than able to fund the building of roads simply by crediting the account of the sector with funds sufficient to build the road. The capital, composed of the 12 sectors, is composed of those who create the wealth. The sectors are the only ones with the right to assign resources to projects. Self government of sectors translates into self government in a more general sense. Self government is the absence of regulatory governments. Despite this being a truncated explanation of self government, it is sufficient to demonstrate self government is possible, and with the end of regulation, the free market becomes supercharged.